Welcome to Gadgets, a podcast from Gizmodo where we women-splain the latest technology. I'm your host, consumer tech reporter Florence Ion, and I'm joined here by Protocol's news editor, Caitlin McGarry. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, Flo. How are you today? Um, I'm having a crisis of faith. Oh, well, we're just jumping mm-hmm. right into it. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because in my hand, I have actually not just in my hand, but in my room, I have currently three iPhones. Oh, my. Which, Which is, is the most number of iPhones I've had in my vicinity in 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. That's a long time. It's such a long time. So what was the what was the last iPhone you used? I had an iPhone 4S actually for a brief for six months for a brief period of time um, i love uh, before iPhone i switched mm-hmm, that was a great phone before i switched back to android on the galaxy s3 is what i went to wow wow yeah extremely uh like we we should do a vintage phones. episode one day <laughs> yes like thinking back on the phones that we've used like Oh, God. Remember when HTC made a phone with Facebook? That was just I was like, just writing about that today. I was just writing oh about my that God. today. That was like one so, of the first phones I reviewed, actually. And I was like, I don't know if this is going to work out. <laughs> I reviewed that are. phone, too. And actually, the iPhone SE 5G, which is the one that I'm currently like putting to test, it reminds me a lot of that phone. So, oh, oh God. Because they were both Everyone, very small. Buckle up. <laughs> I know. Right. I know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll talk about that. Yes. I'm curious to hear your <laughs> thoughts. I'm also concerned. <laughs> I also need your help because I have no idea what I'm doing. So um that, that is a segment coming up. But before we get to that, we're actually I know that I've been bringing a lot of like flows pop culture goss to our gadgets podcast but it's because it's also a world i live in and it just so happens that technology keeps spilling into the world of celebrity gossip because grimes has somehow just like become this connection between these differing war i I will explain to you why I am flabbergasted by this whole grimes love baby with elon but is also in like a polycule Mm. with chelsea manning Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's a thing, there's guys. A, there's a lot to unpack here, and it's directly related to consumer technology, which we'll get to it is. in a minute. <laughs> uh, it it will be. I will explain to you my theory that I have developed over the last week since I've talked to Caitlin. Oh, yes, we yeah, we have a lot of thoughts on this. I'm just here for mm-hmm. the mess, really. Honestly, this podcast is turning into Caitlin here to mop up Flo's mess because we're going to end the podcast today about the pop sockets, which I did not ask Caitlin's Um, input on. No, she definitely didn't. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) I'm dying right now. I'm I'm so I'm so excited to get to that segment. Okay. All right. Let's take a quick break because I have to collect myself so we can talk about Grimes. So I've been thinking a lot about how we deatify Silicon Valley folks. Um, Hmm. I, yeah, so... 
slight side note, there's a lot of like mini series out right now about like Silicon Valley. Yes. You know, there's the Uber, powerful people. Uber show, mm-hmm. we work mm-hmm. and classic mm-hmm. Theranos. Can't get enough of mm-hmm. that really. The dropout. Mm-hmm. I have, by the way, been watching the dropout. Very good. It's on Hulu. And I just started um uh super pumped the battle for uber super pumped is not good i'm just gonna say it no it's not good no i i watched a preview episode Mm. on pluto tv because it's a showtime channel that will let you preview some of the new stuff uh fyi and i was kind of thinking about like joseph gordon levitt portraying travis i can never say his last name kalanick thank you (laughs) yeah kalanick and um I was just thinking, like, why does this need to happen? And then I remembered that last week's big dominating headline, also on gizmodo.com, was that Elon Musk and Grimes had another love child. They did. They oh, did. A secret, uh, another we, secret love we child. Could, we could just call the, the little girl, we could call her just a child. I don't know. I don't know how much love factors into any of this stuff anymore. <laughs> this is also, this is also true. Uh, the child, is named Y. Her nickname um, is Y. Her her nickname her actual is Y. Birth name is oh god, I'm gonna mess this up. It's Exa, Exa Dark something. Yeah, I um, I, I don't actually hate I the mean, weird Exa names. That grind. Grind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a Exa, cool like whatever. futuristic like sci-fi. Like I yeah. I could see Grimes giving it. It fits. Um. Yeah. But so this revelation, it came via a Vanity Fair profile that uh, came out last week. And the reporter apparently heard this very recently born baby crying in the background in a separate room. And that's when Grimes is just like, oh, yeah, ha she's kind of colicky. Like, oh, you just randomly had a child. Right. Like Grimes very clearly was planning to keep the child a secret from this reporter and did not anticipate that a baby would cry <laughs> in her house uh, during the interview, which the interview lasted for hours. So I don't know how she expected to keep a baby secret for that long. But mm-hmm. aside from the secret part, the profile itself, listen, I actually like Grimes. I think she's like intriguing as hell. Like I'm here for it. I don't love that she just, this profile is how she envisions herself as like, a companion to Elon instead of like a person in her own right with, you know, and how she sort of balances like her artistic ambitions with being this billionaire's person. Um, mm. And mm. The, like the entire profile was about Elon. Essentially, it was like Grimes as told through the lens of Elon, which is frustrating as a woman because like you're so much more than your partner. And mm-hmm. but I get that people are fascinated with her because they're fascinated with Elon. So just something about it was all very weird to me. Mm, yes, but then no less than 24 hours later, we found out that Grimes is actually not with Elon. Or she is, but she has another partner in addition to Elon. Correct. Yeah, we're still kind of figuring out like, so I called it a polycule, which honestly is a piece of terminology I picked up from other podcasts covering this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. my my understanding is a polycule is a little different than polyamory in that it's like it's just like collective like group of people who are always <laughs> intertwined in I don't know that any of these people have like actual feelings for each other. This is all just like 
It's all, it's all a performance, I think. I mean, knowing what I know of Grimes that she's put out publicly, I don't actually know mm-hmm. her. Like, this mm-hmm. all just seems like high performance art, which is fine. I, but like, there I are agree, kids involved, but, so that's a little. Well, at the very least, the children will be taken care of, I assume. Uh, you know, even though the profile says that Elon lives apparently below the poverty line, some like weird, distinction where yeah. I guess he won't even buy a new mattress is something it said in the Vanity Fair profile. But I, I'm just like, this sounds, I don't know, Grimes, are we sure? <laughs> I, I appreciate that they live in separate homes because Elon doesn't love her interior <laughs> design. <laughs> it's a little too much anime, which I, yeah, that's, that tracks. That totally tracks. <laughs> God. God, I love Grimes. Like, see, people love, love her because artistically, she is filling a niche that is not really expressed. In yeah, she's you know. like a she's like a she's like Bjork for the TikTok era. Like Bjork wouldn't oh, put her business out perfect. like this ever, but like you know, internally, Bjork is like mad genius basically and her art is i mean just that it's art go to her and partners bjork's partners uh museum i've gone to some of the museum showings and it's it's oh wow yeah a lot of um yeah a lot of sexual energy mm-hmm, yeah to be introduced to She's, in your high school age yeah but. i anyway. really feel i really feel like grimes is like carrying on that tradition because there was i mean it's been a while since anyone has been like as outwardly just fucking weird as Bjork has been. And I enjoy it. I'm a Bjork Bjork fan, so. I think it's also interesting, too. Like, so Grimes is is in Austin right now, which I was going to say. Like, Caitlin can't know her because she's not in L.A. currently. (laughs) So you won't run into her at the Coffee Bean. (laughs) I won't. Only only Princess (laughs) Megan, hopefully. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But she's also... Grimes is in Austin right now with Chelsea Manning. And this is interesting because so for if you're listening to this podcast, I would assume that you know who Chelsea Manning is because Manning actually is a major whistleblower. And in the early 2010s, God, I remember when all this stuff was just coming out. Um, Me too. So uh, wild. Julian Assange, Edward Snowden. This is before we really realized they were kind of problematic too. <laughs> But oh, but uh, Chelsea in particular made headlines for leaking hundreds of thousands of documents to WikiLeaks, and she was sentenced to 35 years in prison after being found guilty of 20 crimes, including the six violations of espionage. Um, in January 2017, actually, then-President Barack Obama commuted Manning's remaining prison sentence after she had served seven years and... Um, Content warning also attempted suicide multiple times. Mm. She had actually transitioned while she was incarcerated. And um it was a she was in the headlines a lot. Like her journey yes, was in the headlines. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of grew uh sympathetic to her because I got to know her through all of these tech headlines that were alongside all the, you know, the consumer gadget coverage that we were doing. And mm-hmm. um it's interesting. To see them together, considering, first of all, Grimes's partner, Elon, in, in partner in life, let's just say, because she does have two children with him. They will always be connected in this way. Yes, yeah. Spewed some anti-trans rhetoric recently and has been flying close to the sun uh, 
with some fringe uh, beliefs that are that are very anti anti trans, I should say, and just anti people in some cases, and yeah, this weird mix I of mean, worlds. Elon is just a classic shit poster. Like I, I mean, yeah. you can't take really anything he says at face value, which is problematic when he's the CEO of a company and will tweet things that then many companies. <laughs> Yeah, the CEO of a few companies, but when he tweets things about Tesla and the stock just starts going on this wild roller coaster, it's gotten him in a lot of trouble. Like, you know, the SEC has been like, you need to get your tweets pre-approved. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And so they're kind of at an impasse, but he'll just say anything. So obviously that's horrible because he's expressing like, you know. Like the things that he says he might not mean, but he has a huge audience and they take everything he says very seriously. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I think I think we can all acknowledge that he's like not the most responsible person. But really, I'm just I'm just here to enjoy the journey. (laughs) I'm like really curious to see how this unfolds. And Grimes has a new album coming out, so. I'm going to be listening to that it. is we should have started. I actually didn't know that this feels this feels yeah. like, well, of course, that's right. That's why she had the Vanity Fair profile, right? Her agent mm-hmm. probably was like, hey, journalists, do you want to interview her? She could talk about her new album. Then this stuff came out because she had a baby in the background. But I just keep thinking about Elon's just the way he lives between these two worlds and how we're like watching him for what the, the what he says changes the industry and it's very frustrating yes. because because it feels like such a circus it feels like a pop culture circus with him and so it's hard yeah. to for me it's getting harder to kind of take what he's doing seriously like you know i'd love to herald tesla for putting electrical vehicles on the road but it's hard to think about those with all the ways that he treats workers and you know the mm-hmm. the other yeah <laughs> He's uh he's kind of a mess. Yep. <laughs> he is kind of a mess. Always interesting. Yeah. But yeah, kind of a mess. That's anyway, true. Grimes. Anyway. Grimes. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> well, we'll we'll keep keep uh, pressing on to who the celebrities are dating in the Silicon Valley world and <laughs> when we get back oh, we'll talk about more coming out from Silicon Valley, which is tiny little iPhones. Hmm. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Well, as I mentioned earlier, I am having a hard time picking a God to believe in. Oh, my God. 
Florence. <laughs> it's not that serious. Listen, I've been watching the dropout in like the first episode. She is lingering over a photo, a poster of Steve Jobs. This is not a spoiler, mm-hmm. okay? Over a poster no, of not. Steve Jobs on her wall. And I'm just like, wow. That, like, <laughs> this is like me and my NSYNC posters. Did this really happen? Anyway, I'm still trying to fact check that, by the way. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's it's well known that Elizabeth Holmes worshipped Steve Jobs. That's why she went with, like, the turtleneck situation. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know if she actually had a poster of him. That's but what Flo, I was thinking. Let's, let's, let's set the stage. Um, okay. So you currently have in your possession the new iPhone SE, uh, which, for those who don't know, the SE is Apple's cheapest iPhone. It looks like it has an extremely dated design. It looks like it came out like five years ago and that's because it did originally um so cute it has really thick bezels it's it's got a really small screen it still has the fingerprint sensor so if you know someone who like is really clinging to that it's still there um but flo people have remarked to us that but you know you're an android person and i'm an apple person and that's not entirely the case but we We've worked together for a long time, and we met each other when you were a reporter for PC World and I worked at Macworld. And so this, uh, not rivalry, but like, you know, little good-natured ribbing is how we became friends. It's <laughs> true. I think most people do not know that context, so I'm just putting it out there that like Flo and I do not work for these companies. We just like to make fun of each other. Uh, mm-hmm. And to that end, you are now using your first iPhone in a decade since the iPhone 4S. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I need to know, like, how do you how do you feel? Are you confused? <laughs> I okay. So real talk, I had to look up the support page for how to set up an iPhone because I did not know yes. what to do. As soon as I turned it on, it just said hello to me, and I'm like, yeah, hi. What do you want? I got a frantic text. <laughs> from flow what do i do now <laughs> it's it's not that bad it's not that bad it's not i will tell you though so i i do not use my apple account i have one because when i started uh when i started down this career i actually started writing about apple products way back in the day and um and you know like right out of college we were all using apple stuff anyway they really the ecosystems at my university were really around that and so I had to like go do look up my password and everything. I had to like go backward in time. And apparently I didn't remember this. I forgot that I set up like a guest profile on my husband's MacBook. And so it was trying to tufa to two factor with his MacBook. And like I don't remember oh, the gosh. password there that I set up or anything. Um oh, boy. It, yeah, it keeps trying to tufa me to these MacBooks that I do not own. <laughs> So right. They they do that. They like for you to approve, like, if you're logging in for the first time, you have to approve it from another Apple device if you have one. It's all just to, like, you know, keep things safe and secure, but yeah, very annoying course. if, yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, Google does the same thing. Um, on Android, when you log in, it'll have you approve it on, like, another device, whether it's a tablet mm-hmm. or smartphone, and maybe Chromebooks in some cases. But yeah, I don't have a lot of Apple products to choose from. So this is a whole yes. new world for me to venture into. I should also say that in addition to the iPhone SE 5G, Apple's also let me borrow the new green iPhones, 
So I've got the iPhone iPhone 13 Pro. Pro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have that one in Alpine Green. It's uh, I had to actually stow it away because my kid wouldn't stop like, oh, it's green. She's really. I think her favorite color might be green. We've been working on colors lately. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I mean, green, so. <laughs> I'm wearing green right now. Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. She likes green and purple. And uh, the other one is the regular iPhone 13. And that is just like the regular green, which is more of like a, I want to say a forest green. Mm. It's like a, okay. you know, it's free. Yeah. And I, I do plan on like really trying to use one in tandem with, whatever Android phone I have, because there's a bunch of new ones coming out. So there's going to be, you know, more things that need to be tested. And I am realizing, oh my God, so much has changed in the last 10 years. The interface is different. Um, I forgot there's no back button. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh Wow. Wow. Okay. So you, you set up the iPhone, like when you look at it, are you just like, what's happening? Like, do you, is it stressing you out? Like, do you like how it looks? Are you confused by how much I, you like it? <laughs> I, <laughs> I need to play with the interface. I'm going to try and like, I, I got to try and make it look like, cause I, I, my friends all have their widgets ever since y'all got like widgets and you got all these special cool things. Like I want to try some of that stuff out. I want to try out that app that everybody talks about for customization. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. The thing I, don't like on the SE is because it uses that fingerprint sensor is I'm so used to back in the day physically pressing a home button and I don't have that satisfying touch here anymore. It's sort of this like long press that you have to do to get into your phone. And it's, it's finicky. I, mm, I can see why people prefer the face ID. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, Yeah. Flo, obviously, you know that the iPhone SE is not the best iPhone. So comparing yes. it to like a new Android phone is probably not a good idea. Uh, because this is definitely for people who like, if you have like older parents who like the fingerprint mm-hmm. sensor, if you have like a kid that wants an iPhone, a kid, a, like teenager getting their first iPhone, you don't want them to have like the latest and greatest because, uh, you know, maybe they're irresponsible. Not going to say I was, mm-hmm. but like maybe they are. Um, you know, like this one is the cheapest. It's like $430. And mm-hmm. so this this is not like the cutting edge iPhone that you would get for yourself. This is like, you know, or maybe you would if you just don't care about phones and you're like, whatever. You know, and some people are. I'm always getting asked, like, what is a great mid-range phone that I can buy? And... You know, the other thing I will be looking at this phone is, do I want to get this, like, for my mother-in-law? She is still on an iPhone 5. Oh, and wow. I know, I, mean, really I know, impressive. I know. That's impressive that it, like, still works and, like, mm-hmm. yeah, interesting. But security, I don't like that she's living in a secure, less operating system. I want her to have a better camera. Like, that's the only camera yeah. she has. And so I would, like, better I'm going to sure. kind of see this as... I'm probably just going to think about her the entire time I'm reviewing this. Like, am I going to buy this for her? Is Yeah. This is my tryout method for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know the iPhone 5 can't upgrade to 
like the latest version of iOS, which is bad. You mm-hmm. always want to be on the latest version for security reasons. But like iPhones tend to get years and years of security updates. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So this, if you get her the new SE, it, it'll probably last her like, God, when did the iPhone 5 come out? Like seven years ago? 2013 or something like that. Right after oh, the iPhone wow. 4S. <laughs> wow. That I used That's- last. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna be thinking about that for a while. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll let you know what happens because um she's actually coming out to visit. So as okay. you can see, this is all perfectly timed for Flow shopping. No. Yeah, um. <laughs> no, it's great. Like the battery yeah. still lasts a day. Like wow, I have so many questions. You yeah. Need to, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Yes, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts about like iOS specifically, since you haven't used it in a long time. And, you know, I think it's, it's less about like the latest features because it doesn't have the latest features. Like it really just Mm -mm. in terms of hardware, it, it has 5G, which is necessary going forward. Half. Right. It doesn't have the super, doesn't have the super fast version of 5G, but like, I mean, most people can't even connect to those networks anyway. Um, I know, but I will say, side side note, caveat, make sure that your carrier isn't charging you for that high performance 5G if you're not actually using it. Uh, because I, like Verizon, for instance, charges you to use the MM Wave oh. versus the mid-range bands that they offer. Interesting. They, it's like an extra 10 to $20. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Did not realize. I think I'm on AT&T and I don't think you pay extra for millimeter wave, but it's because, yeah, 18, mm, mm. Mm. or at least not the plan that I'm on. I, they keep changing mm-hmm. plans. Like every year there's a new plan and I just, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to dive into your thoughts on, well, you will dive into your thoughts on gizmodo.com. I'm just here as mm-hmm. moral support. <laughs> you are. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. Uh, I will say very quickly, some of the things I'm looking forward to testing out is Apple Pay, because mm. I'm a fervent Google Pay user. So this will be interesting. Okay. I message, but I can't <laughs> I can't bring my SIM card over because, again, I'm on Verizon and it like breaks. It breaks if you bring over your – it's like does this whole thing. They put you on a different system. I don't want to deal with it. So I have a backup SIM that I'll be testing with. Great. I have a Mint SIM, which is an MVNO. Mm-hmm. Siri, I'm very much looking forward to because I also this is going to be my first dive into HomeKit. Okay, which is kind of a a uh, blind spot for me in my smart home coverage. Admittedly, that I would like to, uh-huh. you know, it's time for me to go hands on with that and see why you all love this. Oh no, let me stop you right there. Siri is terrible. <laughs> Siri, no, I mean HomeKit sure. is what I meant. You all love. I know Siri's Siri terrible from what I hear. Is literally <laughs> the worst. And it, switching from Google Assistant to Siri will be deeply upsetting for you. <laughs> like okay. so slow, like not responsive. You ask basic questions, and it's like. Let me pull up an internet search. And it's, yeah, you're going to be frustrated. Still? Yeah. You're going to. It was like that when I was using the iPhone. Flo, you're going to hate it. Like, I'm just set your standards very low. Okay. Siri is definitely right. the worst part of an iPhone, for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm also going to buy some things. So uh, I'll put my Google Play account away for a little while and I'll go buy some things in the App Store. Okay. I'll go download our podcast. Yes. Maybe leave us a review. <laughs> We, we love to review our own podcast. <laughs> and Give us five uh, stars, lastly, <laughs> the cameras. I, mm. I, I know the SE doesn't have, it supposedly has like the similar-ist 
camera system as the iPhone 13, but from the reviews that I've already posted, I see that like the night vision situation is not as yeah. uh, robust as what's on the iPhone 13. Right. Well, I mean, the iPhone SE has one camera lens instead of mm-hmm. two or three. And yeah, it lacks like any kind of night mode, which is really disappointing because Google's cheap phones have always had like really impressive night mode. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think they probably could have done some more work on the camera. I, they did on the like processing side. So like, mm-hmm. I'm sure the images will be better than they were like on the last iPhone SE, but yeah, definitely nowhere near iPhone 13 levels, I would assume. Well, I can't wait for you to read my review. Can't wait. <laughs> I'm gonna maybe maybe send me your review before you before you post it, so I get a sneak peek. <laughs> That's allowed here because <laughs> we're podcast co-hosts. <laughs> All right, when we're back, I'm going to serenade Caitlin all about my favorite cell phone accessory, the pop socket. Oh, no. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I love pop sockets. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, so yesterday I was um, putting together, like we do, okay, listen, I run a household. We have a weekly, we have to do weekly like shipments from Target, grocery store, and Amazon, right? Because got to keep the machine going around here. <laughs> okay. So I was doing my my weekly, people, people, under, people know where I'm coming sure. from. So I was doing this, I was doing the Amazon weekly uh Hall, adding things to the cart, and it started serving me all these like pop socket accessories. Uh, I was trying to look at the new. Um, they have this like tripod situation that's kind of like the Joby tripod that you can wrap around, oh, uh-huh. like you know. And so I was like, oh, maybe I should try this because I have pop sockets on every one of my phones. Every time I get a review unit in. I go to Amazon, I buy a cheap case if the company doesn't send me one, and I buy a pop socket for it because I've built my life around this accessory. I have the car mount. Oh, my God. (laughs) I have um, the pop sockets that let you swap them out so that you can do wireless charging. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just wanted to quickly evangelize (laughs) about pop sockets. Um Okay. I Because I also saw mm-hmm. because I all hold on Caitlin. Okay, um, bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> I also saw that they have now I in, in our show notes the link is uh listed as bro, but if you <laughs> hover over it, you will see that the pop sockets pop grip for MagSafe. Oh yes. I saw this and I was like, Oh my god, this is genius. It's a magnet that you just put to the back. What? Yeah. Yes. Um listen, I I get why people like pop sockets. <laughs> I do. I'm not I'm not opposed <laughs> to them. I just like they're so cheap. They are they're cheap. Um 
I, I don't even know what it is about them. It's like pop sockets and selfie sticks to me are like the same thing. They're just like, they look annoying. People look annoying when they're using them in public. Or, or like using your tablet as a camera when you're like on vacation. Everything, like I just lump all of these activities together in one like annoying bucket. And I'm like, never. <laughs> Never will I do any of these things. I will never get a pop Do you remember socket. when I gave out selfie sticks, by the way, at my wedding? I left it on my chair. <laughs> <laughs> I still, bought those off AliExpress. You still, bought, like, have the pop, you still have the selfie stick you gifted me at your wedding. I guarantee you it is in your garage. <laughs> it's, it's in my mom's attic, by the okay. way, I should say. The okay. ones that nobody took home. Um, that was me. Um, I, listen, I don't give out I don't give out pop sockets as gifts because I recognize that it is a very like the cell phone accessory is a very it, it's like buying perfume for somebody. Oh yeah, it's don't such a it. personal. Yeah. Ca- you cannot pick it out for a person. I don't know what graphic that person wants. I don't know if they want. I was gonna buy my cousin like the lip balm one. Mm-hmm. So they have pop sockets that like, but like, what if the lip balm I don't know makes you break out or something. Wait, there's it's a, a pop twenty dollars that has lip balm inside of it. So like you're holding your phone with the pop socket and you mm-hmm. can unscrew and, then you go, and just and then oh, you that's put your little horrifying. Yeah, you put your little <laughs> finger. Let's I'm I'm doing the motion for Caitlin like mm. they would on a YouTube video when they swatch yeah. and they like put it against theirs. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I get it. Like you need like I have small hands like holding phone is like a full like i have to wrap my whole hand around it it's like difficult to like take photos one hand you have the or whatever. iphone 13 pro right yeah yeah mm-hmm. which is yeah like it's not a huge phone i mean it's huge by like the perfect size phone for me is the iphone mini but i also don't like a small screen so i'm caught in this Mm. like weird gray area where it's like difficult for me to use a phone with one hand but i'm you know i persist this is my cross to bear (laughs) and i nevertheless she persisted i did um (laughs) and i'm sure a pop socket would make that easier but i just like i hate it i don't know you know what though your uh your magsafe situation it always amazes people because people I feel like a lot of people still do not are not acquainted with the MagSafe accessory lineup. Sure. And Which just is like really what useful. is available. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. We've talked about this. So MagSafe, like on the newer iPhones, makes it possible for you to attach things magnetically, like even through a case. And so you could snap a pop socket to it like it used to be that like you couldn't get rid of the pop socket once it was on Mm -hmm. there it was on there and you couldn't take it off unless you took off the case or some some people i think stuck it like directly to the phone itself which is traumatic um but like with magsafe you can just if there's a, a magsafe pop socket you can just like snap it on take it off put something else on but like i don't know that's a lot you know you know what? I should try it. I should give, you know, I realize I come across as like maybe not that open to Flo's ideas on this podcast. Listen, it is wasteful too. irresponsible. <laughs> it is, it is, wa- pop sockets are wasteful. Like they're not environmentally friendly if you think about it because it's just creating waste. So I recognize that. Um, I mean, all, all technology is really just creating waste and we're, and we're trying I mean, all to these cases. M- mitigate them. Yeah. But like, now that they're cheaper, 
and easier to use. I will give it a shot because I don't want to dismiss all of your ideas out of hand. Well, <laughs> well, I brought this also because I got excited this week. Um, uh, my coworker, Andrew Lazuski wrote about this new pop sockets battery charger, which. Just, oh, there's a battery just, charger. Yeah. They just uh, announced it as, as I'm skimming through this, it's called the pop grip jumpstart lightning and it is larger, wow. but what it does is it, it actually charges your phone while it's it's on it, which uh, oh, see, but it's only a twenty two hundred milliamp battery. But like, hmm. I would love to have one of these at like outside lands. I mean, you know, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So like, it makes it easier to hold your phone, and it's also charging your phone at the same time. See, that's something mm-hmm. I can get behind because it does multiple things at once. Okay, yeah. that's innovation. That's innovation. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'll and the first one. comment is, <laughs> I never understood the appeal of making your phone thicker and awkwardly shaped just to make it easier to hold one-handed. And you know what? First comment. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Thank you, Gizmodo readers. I appreciate you. I feel seen and validated, vindicated, some might say. <laughs> <sighs> but and that fine. song starts playing in my head. Ay, ay, ay. You can't say vindicated without the Spider-Man song oh, from Dashboard Confessional, Dashboard Confessional playing in my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now it's playing in my <sighs> head too. Ryan, can we can we get the rights to that one? <laughs> yeah. I think we're allowed to play ten seconds of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can the outro? Can the outro to this podcast just be vindicated? <laughs> vindicated. I am selfish. I am wrong. All right. Oh uh, it feels God. like a good All note right. for us to end on. <laughs> yes, please. Let's end. <laughs> Caitlin, thank you for being here over from your brand new protocol news desk. I look forward to doing this thank with you, you every week. And uh, I would like to thank our producer and sound engineer, Ryan Allen, who I also look forward to shooting the shit with every week as we do. Uh, and our cover designer, Vicky Lita. I know you're out there making beautiful art and we want to thank you for our beautiful cover design. I also want to remind everybody that you can email us at gadgets at gizmodo.com. I have a feeling we're going to be doing a uh, reader feedback uh, segment soon. So reader, excuse me, <laughs> listener feedback. <laughs> this reader, is what happens listener. when you tone a line between two worlds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, feel free to email us. Yeah. We would love that. You can also tweet us at gizmodo or find Caitlin and I on our social media profiles. We are ohthatflow and Caitlin underscore McGarry, respectively, on Twitter. You can also subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And as we mentioned, we'd appreciate a review on Apple Podcasts, or you can easily star us on Spotify. That helps us a lot. So until next week, when we're back with more unhinged gadget and celebrities and tech news (laughs) madness... Have a great week, everyone. Yes. Bye.